Hello, everyone. Connor Lokar, ITR Senior Forecaster here for another Trends Talk. And today, we're talking tea leaves, specifically reading the U.S. port traffic trends. Now, there's a chart that myself and other keynote presenters at ITR, we occasionally use it on the road. I've started to use it a little bit more lately, that shows total, total intermodal container traffic. Essentially, how many containers are we pulling through U.S. ports here, uh, whether it's east, west, or Gulf Coast ports? And right now, they are telegraphing the ongoing slowdown that we are seeing, we've been forecasting, and we expect to continue for the U.S. economy. Now, I feel like it was just yesterday that the narrative being pushed on us day and night, day and night, was about the overwhelmed U.S. ports, ships stacked up as far as the eyes can see, uh, and then even when the containers got off the ships, getting them inland took weeks, if not months. But, but if you pause for a moment, you might notice that we haven't really heard a lot about that lately. That's because port pressure is officially, and in some cases precipitously, easing around the United States, and that's generally not a great sign. So container traffic, which is a volume measure, and I love that very much these days as it takes the inflation masking out of the equation, uh, is falling in the five major U.S. ports that we look at in that particular chart in Los Angeles, Long Beach, Houston, New York, New Jersey, and Georgia. Now, the worst of it is occurring in L.A. and Long Beach, and your initial temptation is probably to explain that away because the West Coast uh, issues have been stemming to ongoing uh, labor negotiations there since last year, uh, which I'll concede happily. But many of those imports, you know, part of the reason it's down so much is they've rerouted those to our other ports. And if our import consumption was really robust on a volume basis on a whole, then we would see that the LA and Long Beach declined more than made up for in the other ports. And we're not. We are still seeing declines in the Gulf. We are still seeing declines on the East Coast. Again, not as bad, but still falling with the support of those rerouted containers. So I think this is further supported by really the underwhelming inflation-adjusted retail numbers that we saw in November and December of 2022, which did come in below their same months, uh, respective months in 2021 on a month-over-month -month basis. Now, they weren't disastrous numbers, uh, which the media tried to tell you, but they weren't necessarily stellar either. And to top it all off, container rates have cratered. So the Dry Baltic Index, which is an index of global freight, rate, uh, freight rates for shipping dry commodities, things like iron ore, coal, grain, stuff like that, uh, has fallen dramatically since peaking during the consumption surge in 2021-2022. In fact, the raw index value, again, a, a rate number for December 2022 has fallen so far that it's just 8.4% above the 2019 average uh, for the year as a whole. A year I picked because that's the last full calendar year of the pre-COVID times. So we should listen to what the container traffic tea leaves are telling us. Container traffic, container rates started to roar higher as early as the second half of 2020, really serving as a precursor for the aggregate inflation and supply chain woes that really came to define our lives for 2021 and last year and in 2022. And I think they're equally as important now as we progress through the backside of the business cycle. They're telling us exactly what ITR has been forecasting, that the economy is slowing down, that inflation and supply chain are set to improve further as the year progresses, and really the volume express growth for a lot of folks is going to feel pressure here in 2023. So are you paying attention and are you prepared? Something to think about. Thanks for stopping by. We'll see you on the next one.